Welcome to Mojo for the Modern Man. This is your host, Ken Mossman, and today I am delighted to be joined by Nico Boostin for Act 2 of our conversation. Now, in the second half, Nico takes us to the moment of a significant life-changing event, and that's the moment that he and his wife, Ingrid, receive the news of her cancer diagnosis. And while he shares that he pulled back emotionally, he also highlights the mutually clear-headed, life-affirming choices that the two of them made as a couple facing Ingrid's terminal illness and the inevitability of both loss and, by the way, Nico's continuing to live. Nico's is a story of grace, of faith, of acceptance, and, and I think of beautifully honoring life itself, inclusive of the full range of messiness and pain that comes along with being wholly human. There's a lot more I could go into. I'm going to let the recording take care of all that. Just a quick reminder, if you have not yet, please do subscribe to Mojo for the Modern Man on your favorite podcasting service. Be sure to visit my website as well. And with that, let's get into this lovely conversation with Nico Boostin. Enjoy. Yeah, so I, I mean, I, my, my very short story is, uh, is losing my wife. So she, you know, my wife was my, she was my first girlfriend. So we started dating when I was 17 and, and had, got married at 19 and had two kids and then she got colon cancer and I'll, I'll never forget that moment of hearing the doctor, you know, what he found and my kids were in the back seat and I pulled off the highway and got on the phone and, and we're in front of this, we're in front of this grocery store here in Canada called choices. And I, I remember just staring up at it and mm. hearing the doctor, Dr. Borthistle. And he says, you know, uh, sir, uh, your wife has cancer. We found cancer. And so we have to operate right away and there's going to be chemo. There's going to be, it was about a 10 minute conversation. And I'll, I'll never forget that moment of, wow, um, my life just changed. And I didn't think she was going to die uh, right then. And I actually had tears in my eyes after I hung up and told my kids, listen, mama, mama has cancer. And, and I was very straight up with them. And my daughter and I had a, had a cry. And um, it was like, yeah, my life just changed. Um, but it's not, you know, this, this sign of choices is like, we, there's a lot of choices now what, where we can go. And I think, I think the most honorable thing about the whole story, I mean, long story short, she, she had it traveled to her liver and another mm. round of operation chemo, and then eventually her lungs and, and she died in hospice house. So in 2014, so it was a four, four year journey. Hmm. But I think the thing that was so amazing about the whole deal was she, there was very little fear attached to it. It was, it was, she really, everything was always up on the table with the kids and with her friends and our community. It was very much like, yeah, here, here are the facts. And this is what's going to happen if God doesn't do a miracle or if there, there isn't some magic, you know, if this, all the stuff doesn't work. There was very, it was very, it was very open-handed. It was very much like, uh, well, you know, 
win some, you lose some, you, you take it, it, it wasn't ignorant. It wasn't, it was very eyes wide open. And I loved how she really kind of led all of us, you know, all the, the whole community in, in on a trail of, of, of not living in a place of like embracing the fear cloud. It was very much like what, now what can we do? And so I, um, you know, I, I really lived there too. And I think if I do have one regret, I, I, I did disconnect emotionally from her after she got about two years in when she, when it came back in her liver. And then it, it was like, I remember being in the hot tub with my, my one of my buddies just saying, yeah, and, you know, in a couple of years, my, I'm not going to have a wife. That's just like statistically like this, just this, it isn't going to happen. So I kind of disconnected emotionally i was still there you know for for her and the kids and stuff but we just we just sort of like you know eventually I, i'll never forget being in that key you know in the office with the oncologist and, and she's like okay now you got it in your lungs here's the cat scan check it out you got to do chemo and we both we both just kind of said no that's not gonna happen because you feel like dying you feel like death when when you're on that um she just didn't didn't like it. And so it was like, Oh, fuck it. We're going to, we're going to go and enjoy this year. We're going to travel. We're going to go to Holland. We're going to go. We had friends that gave us, you know, catamaran trips and trips to Florida and Disney and just spoiled it, spoiled us. And, and the kids, the kids were what 12 and 13. Mm. And uh, we just really enjoyed, we just wanted to enjoy life. And like, what are the gifts that we can now, have um in the middle of this and not play a victim card and not the poor me and all that like that just wasn't that just wasn't part of the deal so you really made uh uh, uh, and uh it sounds like you made together and i assume together it might not be it might have been more 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 she than you um uh a, a really clear quality of life uh and and life honoring decision choice mm-hmm. at that moment yeah because i think it's whether you're sick or stuck like whatever your life situation is your your struggle it's all about you you've got to have hope you, there's got to be something that's pulling you that's that's you know inspiring you to take that next step to do something to to continue on and yeah, being in the middle of, of, of chemo or when things are, when you're just going to doctor's visits and you're, you're whatever it is, it's, it's, you've, you've got to have, you've got to have that, that light, you've got to have that, that something. And, you know, I mean, her, Ingrid was her name, you know, she, she, she had a, 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 an amazing faith in God. Like we, you know, we've, that's, that's, we, we kind of grew up that way. I grew up that way. Um, and there was always this, this hope that we had and God was, was, was just a part of that. And it, and it played out in the form of our community and our friends. And, um, so yeah, it was all about what, what's going to, what's going to, what's going to spark the hope, what's going to keep the hope alive. And sometimes it meant a catamaran trip. Sometimes it meant playing or writing a song. Sometimes it, it was just tears 
or honesty or planning a party. You know, we did all kinds of stuff, surprise parties. And we, yeah, we did all, all kinds of, all kinds of fun stuff. And, and it sounds, and, and, uh, you know, this is an assumption on my part, but it, it, it sounds like there was, uh, such a level of acceptance. You, you you pointed a number of times to you know the, you know these are the facts. This is what's this is what's here. This is what we have mm-hmm. in front of us. Um, in a in a and I'm going to say a uh, with a kind of accepting um, grace that yeah you know, that's the language. It's just yeah. you know this 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 is what this is what's in front of us. Here's what we're going to do. This yeah. is what's in front of us. Here's what we're not going to do. This is what's in front of us. <clears throat> mm, that's it. Yeah, that's that's really accurate. It's it's the it's the it's the acceptance of of it. Accepting what is, accepting what's here and um and and and, and the temptation to go into poor me land. You, you, that's, that's what you run from. It's like, because if, if you jump into that hole, it's just, I, I mean, yeah, I've, I've seen, I've seen it a lot with people j- jumping into that, that hole. And it's not, it's not a fun, it's not a good place to be. It's just not a, it's, there's, there isn't a whole lot of hope in that hole. And yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to underline what you just said that, that because there's, there's the, just from a you know water's wet rocks are hard sky is blue facts point you know facts perspective mm-hmm. um was she and you and the entire family in a literal sense yes absolutely you know victims of cancer that's that mm-hmm. that's a fact sure that's a fact and uh, again, what I'm hearing is the the not identifying as you know that that uh, 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 not stepping into quote unquote victimhood. Mm-hmm. Again, it's just this is this is this is the way things are. This is how we're going to face it. This is the way things are. This is how we're going to face it without going down the 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 rabbit hole of of self pity. Um, I'm I'm not sure how much anger was there. It's difficult circumstances in which to not be angry, but one can also be angry and accepting mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that you said that it, angry and accepting. And that's where there's, there's this balance of you, you have, on the other hand, you can, you can also be ignorant or, or dismissive or, you know, in denial, right. you know, you, you can be like, Oh, I'm not going to be a victim. I'm just going to, everything's peachy, but it's, this is what I really love and admired about how she, you know, how she decided to, to hold this was I'm not a victim and I can still have hope and I can still be very blunt and real with my kids and with my, you know, with my, uh, with my family. Actually, my daughter just told me a story just a few months ago. I didn't know, but um, this is, you know, months before she died. uh, she, you know, my, my daughter is in the kitchen and, and, and Ingrid was, was helping her make something and teaching her something. And my daughter at the time was, yeah, she was 13. Mm. 
and uh, teaching her how to cook and, and or you know mix something. And she says, "Oh, this is what you have to do. You have to do it like this." And and my daughter Misha is like, "Mama, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to be involved with this. I don't need to know this stuff." And she says, "You you need to learn this. I need to teach you this." And and my daughter got all mad and ran to her room. And Ingrid went, followed her, and uh, you know, apparently she had tears in her eyes and just said, listen, Misha, I'm not going to be around for much longer. I need, I, I, I want you to know this stuff. Like I want to pass on these things to you. Um, so she was, she was that blunt about like, listen, here's, here's what's going to happen. I'm not going to be here long. So let's make the most of this. Let me pass on what I have to you. And um, you, you know, get a different, you gotta, you gotta see this a little differently and accept Accept the facts, accept the what's going to happen scientifically, statistically. And, you know, she that's that's what she did. Yeah. And 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 and, and so uh, I love that the because that's a tough choice in itself to to um, take a stand for acceptance in that particular way. Um you know, because it's worth saying, acceptance is not the same thing as approval. Mm. You know, it's absolutely not the same thing as resignation. That oh, you know, that would be the poor me. Oh, that's just the way it right. is. Yeah. It's, it, it is. It is really looking at. You know, here's what's happening. You know, it's raining. Yeah. If I go outside, I will get yeah. wet. Yes. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is different than standing inside and and shake you know shake or standing out in the rain and shaking your fist at it because you are in fact getting wet. <laughs> this is this is this is the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. So yeah. so what would you, you no know, if, if if you were to offer some how to suggestions for for uh, those particularly men, you know, facing loss facing facing grief where would you point them uh the first thing i would say was is watch the mr rogers um documentary and film there's a there's a mr rogers uh uh the the documentary won't you be my neighbor which yeah. is just amazing and then and then there's the it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood with tom hanks tom hanks yeah um, those just totally rocked me. I, I love, I love how he approached life and, and, um, you know, I think it's, it's, um, it's kind of about, that's just what, what came up. Um, but I, I, I pull up this quote, um, because I think grief loss is, it's, it's like an onion is, and this is what, what my counselor taught me is 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 it's all comes in layers and Mm. you know you 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 receive uh an invitation to heal one layer at a time and so you might be at uh, the very start of it and and where the the very thought of of loss might just hit you and trigger you and you're 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 gone and and it might be unbearable and that's okay that's just where you're at. Um, <clears throat> but the process and the process of grief just looks different. I mean, there's books on this, right? Like the five, 
five layers of, of, of grief. And one of those is anger and one of those is sadness. And, but I love this quote. Um, I want to, I want to read this quote. I just pulled it up um, because yeah. it rocked me when I heard it this past, uh, this past year. It says grief I've learned is really just love. It's all the love you want to give, but cannot all that unspent love gathers in the corners of your eyes and the lump in your throat and in that hollow part of your chest. Grief is just love with no place to go. Beautiful. I, lo- I, I love that. And it's kind of the honoring of, uh, yeah, honoring your own emotions, honoring the, the anger of, of that loss, honoring, uh, how do you honor that stuff? And I heard, um, so if, it, if, it, if there's any how to's that I can, if, if, if there's one thing that I can highlight, it would be to, to, to not go around it, to go right into it and through it. Like the, like the, the bison do in, here in Canada. They just, they, they go, they, they, they just face the wind and the, and the elements they head on. It, it, there's no hiding behind trees and in the prairies, there's nowhere to hide. It's a, you got to go right through it. And I think when you do that, you, the, you know, there's going to be tears. There's going to be stuff that falls out of your, your body. And, and it's, um, uh, one other thing, actually, I want to I want to pass on that my counselor told me about, which totally rocked me and, and changed the way I, I view tears. Even is mm. they did this study um, in I think it's in Japan where where they did the study on tears, human tears, and they and they fed these human tears to mice, and the mice actually died. It was it, they found that there was so much toxin in human tears, and so the the kind of the, the, the end equation for this was really tears are meant to, it's poison. It's, it's poison leaving your body that needs to, needs to come out. And so now anytime I cry or someone else's cries, you know, or, or is feeling loss or is feeling that grief or what, whatever that grief looks like, I, it's, it's such an honorable thing to do because you're honoring your own body and you're getting rid of, toxins that don't belong, you know, or that need to come out. And so the only way to do that is to honor the lump in your throat and honor those, that wave of, of feeling that comes up uh, of loss or whatever. It's the, when that onion is presented to you, take the opportunity to, to take one layer off at a time. And it's not going to be unbearable. You don't have to, you don't have to, you know, take apart the whole onion right then. It's just one layer. And, uh, that's, that's what I would, I, that's what I would offer. And I'm hearing, yeah, beautiful. And I'm hearing something else in, in there. Uh, uh, you, you mentioned your counselor a couple of times mm-hmm. and, and what, what I'm hearing in there that you didn't say explicitly is don't go it alone. Oh yeah. Don't go it alone. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've been, insanely fortunate to have, I mean, not, not only an amazing counselor who I would see, you know, from time to time, but, but some of my best friends are coaches and, and, and just people, just good people who know how to ask good questions and, and really don't avoid, don't avoid the hard questions and know when to shut up too. know when to just sit there and not say anything, 
not give advice and no one to just show up in my house with a case of beer and jump in the hot tub. And it's like, this is what we're doing. Okay, fine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like knowing, knowing when to do what, um, that, yeah, it's, that's been a massive part of my, of my, my journey anyways. Yeah. Beautiful. Before we part company here, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, I have a website, nicocoaching.com. That's N-I-C-O, coaching. Um, that's probably the easiest. I'm also on whatever the all the cool kids are doing these days with uh, Instagram and Facebook and whatever. You can just search my name. I'm in there somewhere. We'll make sure that that your that information makes it to the program notes. Cool. So good. So, and any 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 last uh, parting words that you want to leave us with? Uh, that's that's all I want to do is just a little like mouth electric guitar lick. Well, thank you for thank thanks for that, and thank you for your time and your wisdom. Uh, and your playfulness as well. It's been a delight speaking with you, Nico. Thank you so much. Thanks, Cam. Thanks for the invite. You're the man. Beautiful. My pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me and my guest, Nico Boostin, here for the second half of our conversation. If you want to learn more about Nico and his good work, by all means, visit his website. That's Nico Coaching, N-I-C-O, coaching.com. You can find his blog. You can see all of what he's up to. And by the way, make sure you check out his song and rants series of blog posts and videos. They are absolutely fantastic. And a reminder, too, if you have not yet, please do subscribe to Mojo for the Modern Man. And please be sure to visit my website, Cirrus Leadership. That Cirrus is in the cloud, C-I-R-R-U-S leadership.com. Come on by, see what I've got going on. Every episode of Mojo for the Modern Man is featured there, as well as my classes and uh, weekly writings that I put out that you can subscribe to. Lots and lots of good stuff that I invite you to check out. And with that, I look forward to seeing you next week back here on Mojo for the Modern Man. This is your host, Ken Mossman. Take care, be well, and see you soon.